We've uh, had basically a week of practice, uh, typical camp things. I mean, nothing earth shattering as far as uh, developments, but as uh, with anything, guys are working hard, learning assignments. The freshman group has done a really good job, I think, of adapting and understanding how we practice. I think, again, that's uh, the biggest thing when you first get to college, I think, how every day is such a full practice. I mean, as far as the energy, the effort, and those guys, I think, are buying into that and understanding that uh, very good each each day, better and better and better. And some guys bought into it quickly, and not that those didn't, but just how the shock of it. But I, I mean, they they feel like they've been out there for a while as far as being on our team and understanding that. I'm very happy with their progress, their development, their attitude, demeanor, all that. Older guys doing a good job, uh, getting better. Starting now, the execution started to pick up the last three or four days. Once you get all you know, a lot of your installation and different things in, and working a lot of different situations in with the third downs and the red zones and two minutes and been very pleased with the focus and uh, at least the understanding of what we're trying to accomplish in situational football because that's the big thing. I mean, talk about how great a player is, how great an athlete he is. But to be a great football player, man, you really have to play great situational football and understand what you're trying to accomplish on every down by what you by the down and distance, by the scenario, by the field position, and getting kids to understand that and teaching that. And I've been very pleased with our guys trying to grasp those concepts and because uh, you watch a lot of great teams that you know they can have great players and things but understanding situations is very critical and I think we teach that a lot put a lot of emphasis on that and our guys are doing a really good job of that I think uh, offense and defensively I think kicking game I've been very pleased with our specialists they've been kicking the ball really well snapping it really well holding really well and uh, punting very well so that part of it our returners I think we got a good group of guys there that I think we can get space for that can create plays that uh, we're working very hard on those return teams and of course, our punt teams and very pleased our special teams making good progress. So, you know, we're, we're about where I thought we'd be as far as uh, knowledge. But, you know, then you don't ever know with the young guys, but been very pleased with those guys. We'll start down front. Brent, Travis, and Cole. When you have a kicker with, with quite a bit of range or a lot mm -hmm. of range, does that allow you to do, to maybe take a few more risks when you're on offense inside? Like, say, well, it just depends on the score of the game, momentum of the game, or what you're going in, what you have to do. But, yes, his range and where you call plays and where you're comfortable with him hitting kicks at. Uh, definitely does. I mean, I, I know I've, over my career I've been blessed with some really good kickers, and when you're calling plays and you know you you can, I feel very comfortable from this range in how you do things can can definitely influence how you call plays. Go Travis, Cole, and Olin. Hey, Coach, I know earlier this fall you said your mentality is to tell the guys go play football and I promise you we'll get you on the field. Is that something that you've been able to, to say as, as well as you've been able to this year with the depth that, that, that y'all have uh, yeah. across the board. And I, and I, I got to say, because the guys that worry about playing time, they don't ever develop. Hey, you go play, I promise you, if there's a place and you're developing playing coaches, we'll put you on the field. I mean, it's ne kids never, unless they play every play, think they play enough. <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast. And that's how you want them. You'd want them that way. But as far as developing as players, quit worrying about playing time and worry about becoming a good player, and then you'll definitely play. But our guys have, have you know, bought into that. The process. Front right, Coach Cole, and then Olin. Jimbo, uh, Evan Stewart's just been coming on so strong throughout practice, and even though he's been here throughout the spring. Now, how do you know you, that? You ain't been out there. I've seen it a few times. <laughs> have you seen... You got a spy out there? You said, hey, have, 15, have, 15 we got, we got minutes. We got spies somewhere. <laughs> have you ever seen a receiver be able to pick up the speed of the college football as quickly as he has in your yes. system? Yes. What is it about him that you just really like then? <laughs> he's waiting for me to say, no, I, I screwed you up. But I have. I mean, there's been guys that have and started since they were freshmen and things. But at the same time, it, it is very difficult. It's very hard. And it takes a level. You, you, you think, okay, boy, he's really gifted. 
But more importantly, how mature is he? How well does he learn? How well does he adapt? How well does he, you know, adapt to failures? Because as a young guy, you're going to have failures and things. And I think from that standpoint, he does a really good job. And I think it's ever, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you don't, as quickly as he's done things and had good success, you got to still remember he is a freshman and make sure when we're coaching him and how we coach him and we make sure we're um, dotting I's, crossing T's, and making sure we don't uh, get out of that framework of keeping him in that realm. But at the same time, he's got to go play, and, and, and he's doing that. So I've had guys do it, and but he is definitely – and I think – one, I think his maturity, his drive, his intelligence, his ability to comprehend, and his ability to adapt and adjust as you learn the things on defense. It's not just, all right, you learn what you do on offense, but how does it fit to – Inside leverage, outside leverage, bracket coverage, zone coverage, man coverage, how every every how plays can change based off of that. And I think his comprehension of football in general, along with his overall intelligence, allows him to have success early. Second row, Olin, and then Zach. So a couple of things, Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> We're getting used to that. Now, guys, if y'all talk to your union reps about that, <laughs> he gets more questions. He's running the show now. Y'all complain to AC. Um, you're gonna love this one. So there was a, uh, a couple. There's a couple of national uh, reports that Haynes has taken the lead in the quarterback competition. So and can he's you... getting more reps with the one. Someone said. I, I remember I did hear somebody says Haynes. Can somebody at my? Was well, Haynes? I said no. They're taking exactly. They rotate days and take exactly the same number. <laughs> Next question. And then uh, <laughs> no, no. There's, I mean we're we made we're, we're rotating guys with in, in, and they're doing the same thing. So no. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of touched on this when you were talking about the things you're working on in situational football and the red zone. Um, last year, y'all had some problems scoring touchdowns in the red zone. So as you analyze that in the offseason, did you come up with some things that you felt like here's some concrete reasons that we execution, had those issues? Execution. Well, what, was not, what was not being well, executed? Where was the issue? Our plays, different ways. I mean, it could be off different. Well, the year before, we were one of the best in the country. We were number two in the country in third down. And, you know, in, in 2020, it goes back to execution, what you're doing, who you're asking to do. It's all those things go into play. And you got to relax and make plays. And had sometimes you have opportunities. Sometimes the defense makes a good call. But, you know, uh, we weren't as consistent. We weren't as consistent, period, as a football team like we needed to be in, in different scenarios. But offensively with the changes we had, and we need to be more consistent. And the other thing in the, in the red zone, you got to be physical. you got to learn. you got to you know blocking, moving guys. Things will happen quicker, tighter, faster. And understand that mentality, and we just didn't execute as well. Period. Why would y'all be better? Well, we'll find out if we are. We don't know yet. <laughs> Front left, Zach, and then David. Jimbo, and kind of going back to that quarterback room. Um, from a learning standpoint, how do you feel like the process has been for Max and and Connor both? Um, they understand it really well. They both do, and and Connor's picked it up very quickly for a young freshman. I mean, he he carries. A, he's a very intelligent guy, very instinctive guy, and. Uh, uh, very rarely does the same, you know, if he makes a mistake, he doesn't repeat it very often, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and what he's doing. So very encouraging in that way in, in development. And Max is doing a lot of the same thing. And then for Haynes physically, I mean, has he been able to, to take off at all this practice? You're allowing him to do that? He's back as far <laughs> as that part of it, the physical parts of what he can do. And though, and in, no, no pain, no anything, no pain-free, whether he throws it, whether he runs it, whether he stands out there. You know what I mean? He's coming off of surgeries, and his strength is back in, the, in the, everything around the injury. So I feel very good about that. Fourth row on right, David, and then back behind the lights. Jimbo, your freshman tight end, obviously playmakers from what we've seen on, on film and in practice, but how's their blocking coming? 
getting there. And I, I tell you, that's that's a, it's a rude awakening. <laughs> a rude awakening for the for the young guys up front who they got to go against, and a rude awakening for the defensive guys when they get the older guys. I mean, because you've always been used to being bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody, and you know, learning to become technique oriented. But you know, really good athletes like that or who've really good skill. You say we know can a guy block when he he can block if he wants to. And then size doesn't matter. When you're twitchy and athletic and you learn to put your face in there, man, you can roll your hips, do the things you got to do. And they're learning. They're learning each and every day. And the difference of, of blocks, I think that's the big thing. Not that they can't block, but how, you know, the techniques of it and how each block by each leverage, again, less like a coverage changes. You know what I'm saying? And, and those things. And getting better and better because they're willing to put their face in. If you're willing to put your face in there, it'll go. And, and I've been pleased with that part of it. Coach, back behind the lights on the right, Justin. Coach, I hope this is not a silly question, but your play calling changed. Them, them are up front. <laughs> uh, your experience with left-handed quarterback, play calling, right-handed quarterback, do you change anything when Max is in there, you know, as far as, like, Reed is concerned, or is it all the same? No, it, 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 it just based on what he can do. You know what I'm saying? What he likes well and what he does well within the confines of our offense. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't change. Down front, Travis. Hey, Jimbo, a couple of uh, guys sitting out, especially on the offensive line. Is there any injuries that will last longer? Um, no, I don't, there's no there, – and injuries that for camp, guys, I'm not going to get into a ton because the guys are going to get nicked and knack. But if there's any season-ending injuries, we'll let you know. But there's nothing that's long-term or season-ending in anybody, if that makes any sense. Time for a couple more. Cole, down front. Jimbo, what is the importance of having a guy like Damani Richardson do to set the standard in the secondary? Well, I mean, the experience. The guy's been there. I mean, he, he knows he knows. You know, some guys that say they don't know they don't know. Well, he knows he knows. I mean, it's just the opposite. The experience, the time, the things he does and what it takes and, and you know, and how you get you deal with the ups and downs of camp, the success of days. Some days are more successful and some days aren't as successful. And, and setting the temperament for how the guys react and play. And I think that's huge. I mean, it's experience. It's like in anything. You know, you have an experienced guy. It's like if you have an experienced guy that you work with and you haven't been through something and you say, hey, what, you know, you're leaning on that, knowing that, kind of things like that. You know what I mean? And I think that knowledge for our players is, is valuable. And plus, his playing in general just gets better and better. Brent, you'll wrap us up. In 2020, y'all overwhelmed opponents in fourth quarters, for the most, especially down the stretch of the season. We finished. Okay. Exactly right. Yeah, last year that didn't happen. So how do you get back to that? To back to basics quarter? and point it out and make it, make it adamant. And not just fourth quarter, starting games. Listen, we, we had there was a couple games last year. We got overwhelmed in the beginning. We didn't play offensively and gave up a lot of points defensively. And that, that has effect, too. You don't ever win games in the first five minutes, but you can, lose, you can lose them and start yourself having a heck of a hard time coming back. You know what I'm saying? Set the temperament. So, I mean, starting, finishing, emphasizing, coaching it. And when you see it, point it out. When you stop, hey, at the end of practice, we're not finishing like we do. Make it adamant. Make it a point. And you grade it. You, you calculate it every day, all the things and what you see in practice. Nah, I, I, it had, I don't think it had anything to do with conditioning. It can, but that wasn't our issues. Our issues wasn't conditioning. All right, Coach, thanks for your time. We're good, thank you.